It's game day for the New Jersey Devils as they are going to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, the Penguins have been dealing with a lot of injuries themselves. However, I think a couple of their key guys are going to be returning. However, to confirm everything that I'm thinking, I have brought in Hunter Hodes of Locked On Penguins, and we're going to do a crossover and just talk pregame. So buckle up. We have so much ground to cover. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for blank, blank, blank. That's right. I got a new job as a Devils writer. I will reveal it on Tuesday's episode, which company I will be writing for. I am looking forward to it. Got the paperwork all done. I'm ready to publish my uh, first article for that site. I can't wait for a new opportunity. Once again, I am grateful for uh, my time at the Hockey Riders. However, you know, they made a decision that was out of my hands, and I don't agree with it, but I will respect it. But, you know, it was a good uh, stepping stone in my career. So, uh, once again, that was, I believe, the first uh, site that I've ever uh, written for, you know, on a professional level. So, you know, I I thank them for giving me my start. But, you know, it leads to new opportunities. And quite honestly, I'm really excited for this opportunity. So, once again, that will be in Tuesday's episode. I am, once again, a Devils writer. I am no longer a freelance NHL writer. Looking forward to that. Now, uh, it is game day for the New Jersey Devils. It's been a while since I've said it's game day for the New Jersey Devils because uh, they haven't had a game in like two or three full days. But we are back and we are going to be taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. Now, the New Jersey Devils, I'm a little concerned for them because we are dealing with a hell of a lot of injuries. So, first and foremost, it's been revealed that Jack Hughes is going to be reevaluated in about five weeks. Yes, you heard that correctly. Jack Hughes is going to be out for at least a full month and I'm a little concerned for the New Jersey Devils because they literally tweeted out saying that Jack Hughes uh, suffered no structural damage to his shoulder so I was like okay then he'll be returning sooner than we thought nope we're gonna be without Jack Hughes for a full month and like I said a little concerned in that regards and I'm also more concerned about Miles Wood because how do you go from like bumps and bruises to now being out longer than Jack Hughes so that means we essentially might not get Miles Wood to make his uh, debut for this season until January, like until next year. So, like I said, I I don't know what the New Jersey Devils uh, do in terms of just reporting the injuries because they always make it seem like it's not as bad as it initially was. Like, you know, for example, they they, uh, said like, oh yeah, Miles Wood is just out with bumps and bruises. He's day-to-day. He'll be reevaluated. He should be ready to go within the first few game span for the Devils. And apparently he's going to be out for longer than five weeks. We have no timeline. We have no update, and like I said, this this just sucks. It's a it's a big blow for us. Yes, he's a bomb six player, but he's an aggressive player. He led our team in, in goals and points uh, last year. So the fact that we're going to be without Miles Wood for for a good while it is really frustrating. And also for Jack Hughes, he was also listed day to day. They said they would reevaluate his status in about a week. They said that they would get update on you know the severity of it in about like 
uh, a day or two and then a day went by and they still released nothing. I don't know wh what happens between medical staff and then reporting it to the fans, whatever the case might be. I don't know what, what they think is going to help by keeping it in-house, but you know that's uh, going to be saved for another episode because I will give my opinions on the injuries for Jack Hughes and Miles Wood and how it affects our team. Do we still have a legitimate chance of making the playoffs? Like I said, our only hope is to get a wild card. And I said, if, even if we wanted to get a wild card, all would have to go well for us and we would have to win the gimme games. But without Jack Hughes, without Miles Wood, without our two goalies, then you know, it makes things that much harder. And we're going against the Pittsburgh Penguins, guys. And yes, they've been dealing with their fair share of injuries. But uh, I, I, like I said, I'm doing a crossover with Hunter uh, Hodes of Locked On Penguins. And he reveals that Cindy Crosby might be coming back for this game. So, you know, I, I, that might make things a little more difficult for the New Jersey Devils. But, you know, like I said, I'll save the injuries for another episode. We're going to focus on game day uh, pre-notes between the Penguins and the Devils because we have a lot to discuss in terms of the Penguin side and also the Devil side. So it's the veteran team going up against uh, the younger team. So I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully you guys are looking forward to it too. But I will uh, say this. I do have some good news for you towards the end of our crossover because I'm actually going to make a prediction that some of you might like. And, you know, you might have your doubts going up against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but I have faith in the Devils. But uh, like I said, hopefully just all goes well for them and hopefully we get at least Jonathan Bernier back. But I haven't heard anything yet. So before we talk to Hunter Hodes of Lockdown Penguins, I need to give you guys the first live read this morning and it comes from Bilt Bar. So did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their face. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. There's coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, Double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies and cream, German chocolate. You know my favorite flavor is? Well, I love coconut. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. Check out these stats. 17 to 80 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. So order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is also the official sponsor of Corey LaJoy. He drives the number 7 car in the NASCAR Cup Series for Spire Motorsports. So the offer is go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And now the second live read comes from BetOnline.ag. So we're back and better than ever. A new web interface to start the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball football baseball postseason nhl boxing world series and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts remember to gamble responsibly now it's time for a crossover with Locked On Penguins as we're going to discuss the respective injuries for both the Devils and the Penguins, how this affects our team, and we're just going to try to take some positives away from our situations because the Penguins are on a two-game losing streak. The Devils lost a bit of a stinker to the Calgary Flames, and we barely, you know, escaped by the uh, grit of our teeth against the Buffalo Sabres. So we're going to see what happens, but right now both teams are not in the best state in terms of being fully 
healthy and reaching their full capability. But, you know, the Penguins are a team stacked with veterans, so they've been in this situation before, whereas the Devils, a bunch of young players, so they just have to learn to adapt. So let's talk to Hunter of Locked On Penguins, and let's have a discussion. The game tonight between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New Jersey Devils. So let's take it away, shall we? And now to preview the game, it's time for a crossover. Please welcome Hunter Hodes from Locked On Penguins. Hunter, how you doing, buddy? I'm not doing too bad, man. You know, obviously the Penguins have not had a couple good results these last couple of games, but um, some much-needed reinforcements, I believe, are coming back for Saturday's matinee against the Devils. Uh, I don't like to hear that because um, the one thing that I think you can relate uh, with the Devils is that the amount of injuries are just killing us right now because you you guys got shut out by the uh, Calgary Flames by a score of four to nothing. Am I correct? Yep, that's right. Yeah, they have 35 million of salary cap space out right now. Um, Well, it's going to change tomorrow, but, you know, it doesn't help when you have a couple of there's a little bit of COVID outbreak going on, lots of injuries. Um, We honestly have the injury bug every single season in Pittsburgh. They were top five in man games lost last year. Wouldn't be surprised if you see that again this year with how banged up they are every year. But, you know, it looks to be like it's good news that um, both Sidney Crosby and Jeff Carter are game time decisions tomorrow. And usually when Mike Sullivan says that um, a a player will be in the lineup about 90 to 95 percent of the time. Okay, so uh, Jeff Carter, uh, I, I think he was out due to COVID related reasons. Am I correct? Yeah, he was. He's been asymptomatic. Apparently, he spoke to the media today, said he's just been hanging out at home. That symptoms never came despite having a positive test. But he was back on the ice today, full practice, taking line rushes, doing power play work. Um, I would be surprised if he wasn't in the lineup tomorrow. And then Sidney Crosby will make his much anticipated debut after wrist surgery at the beginning of September. Okay, so Sidney Crosby, uh, trouble with his wrist. So you said there's a chance that he might play tomorrow? It's, it looks that way. Um, Mike Sullivan finally declared him a game time decision. Before that, he kept saying that he was out. Um, they're not going to rush him back for obvious reasons. I mean, he's one of the three best players in hockey. Sid is very, you know, protective over his body, you know, as probably any hockey player is, but especially Sid, he wants to make sure that he is full go. I think he is ready. You know, he's been ramping up practices the last week to a week and a half. Um, I thought he was potentially going to play against Calgary, was taking line rushes and everything. They decided to hold him out one more game today. Again, full practice line rushes, all that good stuff. So, um, it looks very likely uh, the Devils will see Sidney Crosby tomorrow. Okay, so I- I'm looking at, uh, this is courtesy of CBS, I'm-, I'm looking at the list of injuries for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm also seeing that Chris Letang might be out until November f- uh, 4th. Uh, Brian Russ, same situation. And then uh, Evgeny uh, Malkin, um, expected to be out until December. So um, w- what are you guys doing to replace those k- kind of players? Because like I said, um, you know, the, all three of them contribute uh, highly to your roster. Yeah, it's honestly been kind of by committee. You know, Latang has COVID, but it sounds like he's feeling a lot better. Apparently, um, his symptoms have gone away a little bit. He was able to ride the bike at home. So we'll not be surprised if he comes out of protocol in the next few days, if he starts to feel even better. Um, you know, Brian Russ has been ramping up his skating. I wouldn't be surprised to see him practice soon. But, you know, in terms of your question, you know, it's just, you know, Mike Sullivan has a system in place and, you know, the players have been able to follow it to a T. You know, it's very 
strong defensive hockey. You know, I see a lot of, I see this take thrown around a lot by people, you know, well, you know, our team didn't have it tonight against the, the shorthanded Penguins. And it's like, no, the Penguins took it from you because they are clogging up the neutral zone and not letting anyone near the high danger areas, which is also helping them get pretty good goaltending from Tristan Jari. Everyone knows what happened to him in the playoffs last year against the Islanders. Um, but, you know, they've gotten three goals from Danton Heinen. Evan Rodriguez has played well that you have, um, you know, I know Kapanen and Gensel have struggled, but, you know, John Marino has really stepped up. Um, Drew O'Connor has burst onto the scene after looking like a minor league player last year. Brian Boyle at, at Sports and Times, of course, you know, former New Jersey Devil there, um, has played pr pretty well, I, I would say, this season a lot better than I expected him to. So it's just been really fun to see um, how a lot of these, you know, not big-name players have been able to just play in an elevated role because um, it, it's looked pretty good for most of the games. Obviously, these last two getting outscored 9-1, to one, that's not ideal. But, you know, if, if you've watched those two games, um, that those final scores are not indicative of how that game went because Pittsburgh played pretty well. It's just, you know, when you get goalied, what else can you do? <laughs> well, speaking of goalies, both of our goalies are still out. So uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is out for us. And then Jonathan Bernier is out. Both of them are making um, good recoveries. But Mackenzie Blackwood said in an interview just today, this morning, he, he stated that um, he doesn't expect to play against the Penguins. But, you know, he wouldn't rule out playing in about a week. So you know, I, I'm just waiting for Mackenzie Blackwood to take the rink once again. The reason he's out is because he had heel surgery over the summer and he's trying to recover from that. And then uh, Jonathan Bernier, he has a lower body injury. He was injected um, uh, with, I guess, uh, uh, with a shot or I don't know what the case might be just to help with the healing process a little bit. But uh, he, he still hasn't played in, in a minute. He played the first two games of the year, but ever since then, it, we've had to rely on Scott Wedgwood or Nico Dawes, but uh, recently we sent Nico Dawes back to the Utica comments. So I believe that Jonathan Bernier uh, is scheduled to return. However, I would expect Scott Wedgwood to play tomorrow since he's fully uh, healthy. And then, you know, maybe Jonathan Bernier is the backup and we just bring him in in case of an emergency, but I, I don't know what's going to happen. I really hope that means Jonathan Bernier um, is back to return because if Mackenzie Blackwood is admitting that uh, he's not ready to play against the Penguins, then I guess he would be a scratch, uh, obviously. And we're, we're facing injuries, man. And I, I would honestly kill to be in your position right now. Like, honestly, because, you know, yes, Rust, Malkin, and Latang are out for an extended period of time. They're out until uh, early November. And then for Malkin's case, he's out till uh, December, respectfully. And then, you know, you said Jeff Carter and, and Cindy Crosby are expected to play against the New Jersey Devils. Our best player, Jack Hughes, who, by the way, was tops in the league in takeaways in just two games played, um, is out for five weeks. No, no, no. Let me let me uh, rephrase that. It'll be five weeks until he's reevaluated from that shoulder injury he took from Lawson against the Kraken game. So it's just like it's so frustrating that that we we can't re remain healthy. And Miles Wood's condition is worse for some reason because Miles Wood went from bumps and bruises day to day to now being out longer than Jack Hughes, which means if he's out for more than five weeks, that possibly we probably won't see Miles Wood until January if it's uh, if they don't even have a foreseeable timeline for him. And that's also concerning. So, 
these injuries, man, they're, they're just killing us. And it, it, sometimes I just forget that we have Miles Wood on our roster because because I, I don't know what the timeline is for him. And we kind of need him. Yes, he's a bottom six player, but he was tops in our team in, in, in uh, goal and points production last season. So we kind of need him to be that offensive firepower. So I, I don't know, but you know, I'm looking at some of your guys' past games, and you 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 had a big game against the Toronto Maple Leafs in which you won seven to one. Then in, in your first game of the year, you you beat the the reigning champion Tampa Bay Lightning by a score of six to two. You competed with the Florida Panthers um, five to four in OT. You lost that game, but still you competed with them. And and the Panthers are undefeated to begin their season. You yeah. beat the Blackhawks by a score of five to two. Uh, the Stars game went into a shootout, so hard fought game. So despite the injuries, where's the where are you getting the competitive spirit from? It's Mike Sullivan. Um, he's this is where it's his time to shine. Um, if he doesn't get you know Jack Adams consideration from this. Uh, you might as well just scrap the whole award. It was, a, it was a shame that he didn't get as a finalist last year, considering um, for about a month, month and a half of last season, they were without four to five of their top nine forwards and a whole bunch of other injuries. Um, you know, they, they just, they listened to him. You know, I know a lot of coaches are tuned out by, you know, sixth year, seventh year that they're there, but uh, not Mike Sullivan. You know, he has a firm grip, grip, grip excuse me, um, on this team. And they just, they follow in his footsteps. Um, that's, I think, the biggest thing with why you're seeing the Penguins play so well. He has a system in place that, you know, it caters to their strengths. They're forechecking hard. They're defending well. I've not liked what I've seen a little bit with some odd man rushes. These last couple of games, I think that's been a little too sloppy. Uh, you know, honestly reminds me of the team from a few years ago. But overall, um, Sully has just been awesome as a coach this season and you really couldn't ask much more from the team considering all these injuries you know they've gotten eight points out of 14 to start the season heck heck I would have taken that if the team was fully healthy and you're damn right I would take that now especially with all the injuries they've been through um but you know now that some reinforcements are starting to come back I would assume rust is back maybe within a week a little bit more um it's starting to look a bit more up now for Pittsburgh. But yeah, the main thing, it's just been Sully has been able to, you know, come up with a plan and then the players go out and execute that plan to a very high degree. Hey, do you want to know an interesting fact um, that I've just learned? So Jordan Eberle uh, leads the NHL in takeaways. He has 11 and seven games. Connor McDavid has 10 and six games. Alex Peter Angelo has uh, 10 and seven games. Jack Hughes had 10 in two games, 10 in two games. And he's he was out breaking for five out. weeks. What? He was breaking out this year, man. He was he was honestly, I think, one of my top players. So I said, okay, you're probably going to see a 55, 60, close to maybe 65-point season from him. And it, it really stinks that um, just he got hurt that early. Um, he was he was really someone I was eyeing this year because, you know, he is probably going to be on Team USA's team. Um, the move that he had earlier in the season when he – I think it was – I'm trying to remember who it was against. And then when he – threw his stick into the stands was just the cherry on top. Um, it sucks that he's not going to be in the lineup for this game because he is so much fun to watch, just like his brother. But, you know, he obviously he started out a little slow, but, you know, this was going to be the prime year where you see him break out a lot. But, you know, I know the Devils are still pretty talented. They added a lot this offseason. Ryan Graves, Dougie Hamilton, they still had P.K. Subban. I love um, Ty Smith. I think he's probably one of the more underrated defensemen in this league. Nico Heischer is a strong two-way player. 
Um, I know you all added Tomas Tatar. Um, they're they're going to be competitive this year. It's just, you know, can they survive until Hughes is out? That's my big thing. And I'm just, it stinks that he's not going to be in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, when you mentioned that play, that was the first game of the year against the Chicago yep. Blackhawks in which yep. he uh, was able to get the game winning goal and he threw his uh, stick into the stance. It's funny you uh, mentioned that Hunter, because when, when um, it was announced that the NHL would compete in the Olympics, like they would allow their players to go over and, and compete this year in February, I said, I, I don't think there's going to be any American representatives uh, from the New Jersey Devils because I said, I just don't think Jack Hughes has done enough to make the, the roster. And then I said, Miles Woods certainly won't make the roster. And um, but after Jack Hughes had that game winning goal against um, the Chicago Blackhawks, I saw reports saying that uh, Jack Hughes was now in consideration to make the roster. And the fact that he's going to be out for five weeks, that severely hurts his chances of, of playing for Team USA, but I'm sure that's the least of his concern. Uh, I, I think his main concern is just wanting to help the Devils win because he's one of, if not our best player. And, you know, you said that you projected for him to get at most maybe 60 to 65 points. I had a hot take in a in a preseason episode. I said, uh, I expect Jack Hughes, if all goes well, and he does what he uh, is capable of doing, if he's able to get the most out of Sharon Govich and Kulkanen, uh and all the other young guys surrounding him, I said he could potentially get 70 to 75 points. That was my hot take because I knew the capability that he was uh, potentially going to do. And it, it, it sucks that he's injured and that he's out for five weeks, at least like not five weeks until he returns five weeks until he's reevaluated. So he could be reevaluated. And if the doctors say he's not good to go, he could be out for another few weeks and, you know, it sucks. And I, I, but, you know, let, let's focus on some of the positives because you did mention that, you know, we did get a few big pieces. The problem is I, I think we're getting the most out of Ryan Graves. I think Ryan Graves is our best defenseman right now. I'm still expecting more from uh, Dougie Hamilton, but like I said, it's going to take some time uh, for, for Dougie Hamilton to get uh, accustomed to the devil's roster because prior to um, the, the flames game in which Hamilton was able to get two assists, I said that Hamilton kind of fell under the radar a little bit after he got his first goal with the New Jersey Devils within the first 17 seconds of, of the season against the Chicago Blackhawks. And I, I just said, I want more out of Dougie Hamilton just a little bit. And, you know, one of his assists was completely unintentional because he was trying to go for the shot. And I believe uh, Zaka was just there to uh, tip it on in. Like, uh, you know, like I said, it was completely unintentional, completely by accident, but still it's an assist nonetheless. So, I, I'm waiting for Dougie Hamilton just to give us a little bit more. I know it's early in the season, but still, you know, uh, I, I, Dougie Hamilton is our all-star. Like, you know, if you want to say Jack Hughes is one of our best players, Dougie Hamilton, you know, is one of our best players as well. And, um, you know, I'm unfortunately, someone like Subban, he has nothing but zeros on the board, literally nothing but zeros. I'm expecting something out of Subban and then, you know, I, one player you did not mention, but, you know, I don't expect you to mention because he's a he's a new guy is Dawson Mercer. He's uh, mm -hmm. he's one of our rookies. And, you know, uh, he has a point in every game except for one. And I believe it was against um, I think it was either against the Flames or the Sabres in which he wasn't able to get a point. But still, um, you know, the, the, the fact that um, he, he's able to he's able to contribute for our roster. It, it, it is so important because like I said, we need someone to step up and Dawson Mercer along with Tatar have been promoted to the top six. Personally, I think Tatar belongs in the top six. That's what we signed him for. Yeah. And I'm, I'm expecting big things for, um, 
for, for Dawson Mercer. And will he win the Calder Memorial Trophy? Probably not. I think Lucas Raymond is right now running with that award currently as we speak. But um, I, I think he can make a name for himself. But um, I think another guy I hope gets a chance sooner rather than later, especially I, I think he'll get a chance now that we know official word on Jack Hughes' condition is uh, Alexander Holtz, the, the winger sniper who's currently playing for Utica. I, he did really well in training camp. He did well in prospects camp. He did well during the scrimmages. I hope he is given a chance to just basically contribute to the roster because we need all the firepower we could potentially get. And um, he's your, I, I'm expecting a little bit more from him as well. Um, you know, he, he's been doing pretty decent the last couple of games, but I, I, I need more from him, especially since you said that Crosby and, and Carter will uh, be returning. But if you look at our roster, we're relatively young and we're set for the future. But I need to ask you this. Are you concerned with the Penguins uh, roster shape up? Because listen, you got a lot of good players. I'm not denying that. But when I'm looking at players like, um, you know, when I'm looking at Rust, you know, Rust is about to hit his 30s. Um, uh, Malkin is in his mid 30s. We know Sidney Crosby uh, is up there in age. Jeff Carter, you know, uh, Latang, the players like that. Do you get concerned with just the age group for the uh, Penguins? Because you guys are still good, but at the same time, it's just like this can't continue forever. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the end is coming eventually, you know. But you remember the saying, like, you know, all things do come to an end. I was a bit concerned coming into the season about the overall forward group, I would say, just because I didn't think they were that deep. I thought they made a mistake trading uh, trading away Jared McCann to protect um, a couple other people in the expansion draft. Um, he would be one of their leading scorers right now. Um, Brandon Tanev, I didn't mind too much, even though he was a fan favorite here. They just they got the contract out. Um, but, you know, through seven games now, I feel a lot more comfortable about this team than I did going into the season, just because the forward depth has really surprised me. You know, Brian Rust, I'm not too concerned with him. Um, I don't even really know if they're going to be able to pay his next contract just because, you know, there's Chris Letang and Evgeny Malkin, their deals are up next season. And I would have to assume that they are of a higher priority than Brian Rust, but, you know, he's still usually good for 25, 30 goals. Carter, I didn't expect him to maintain that 16 point points in 20 game pace that's just I mean what is that almost like a 70 point pace in an 82 game season um say not never worried about until I see some wheels start to fall off Gino it's just his injuries have really caught up to him though I will say this I don't want anyone to question his toughness or anything like that again because he came back in the playoffs on a torn I believe it was a PCL and an MCL played on one leg had I believe four points in four games something like that um, while playing through a ridiculous amount of pain. And it looks like he's going to be ready, hopefully early December. But, you know, overall, um, this team is probably 13, 14, 15 forwards deep. I just feel a lot better about it. I thought Latang was playing well prior to getting COVID. Um, so I, I definitely feel a lot better than I did coming into this season. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. So, you know, it's nice that you're confident in your team, but what about your team right now? What, like, cause like I said, you've had some big games, you've had some, you know, ugly losses. Like what are you looking at in terms of the state of the team currently? Like what is playoffs a question is, um, is it time to maybe blow it up sooner rather than later? I know you just answered that, but in, in terms of the state of your team, what are you looking at? Yeah. So I definitely think um, this should be a playoff team. 
I said going into this season with one of my predictions and stuff, I have been finishing probably top two, top three in the Metro. I really don't think this division is as good as some other people say it is. I think you see a lot of mediocre teams there, um, a couple other teams who I also think are a little overrated. Um, this team should be able to get in if they ever do get fully healthy. Even if they do battle a little more injuries down the stretch, I think they will do enough to get in. Um, it's what can they do if they get in? You know, I've been saying this for a long time, honestly, for as long as I've been a fan. They get average goaltending. They can go pretty far. They have the forward depth. They have the defensive groups. The biggest thing this season and last season that's, you know, that is there, they don't have any, you know, corpse dead weight dragging them down as they kind of did the prior two seasons with Jack Johnson, Justin Schultz. I mean, I know Jankowski played a lot last season, but he really came out of the lineup uh, during the playoffs. But, you know, all of their players at even strength, when they are healthy, positive contributors who are good players and it's just something that they haven't had in a few years and if Tristan Jari keeps this stuff up and obviously that's a big if you know you're not going to write a redemption story through four to five starts you have to see how he does over the course of regular season and then especially in the playoffs that's where everyone is going to judge you just because that's where you failed in the biggest moment um, this team can do some damage now can they go on a huge run I'm not really sure. I think there's a few teams in the conference that are a bit better than them. Now, can they win a round or two and potentially come out of the Metropolitan Division? Absolutely. You know, if they are healthy and if they get decent goaltending, they have the coach, they have the system in place. It's all about can the team go out there and execute it and not get dragged down by, you know, shooting percentage luck or just a goalie crapping his pants. But um, I think right now they have a good shot at not only making the playoffs, but know doing at least a little bit of damage by winning a round or potentially two well you know i'm not really one to judge goalies because you know for the past couple games we've been rocking with nico dawes and scott wedgwood which you know not to throw shade at them but you know they're not really up to par with uh the other goalies in the league i i think scott Mm -hmm. wedgwood did pretty decent last year even though he uh finished the season quite poorly but uh, Nico Dawes was able to get his first career win against the Sabres and actually played pretty well. Fortunately, he struggled against the Flames, but the Flames were just a red hot team. And you know that. And uh, I, I got to ask you this. Wh- which goalie are we seeing tomorrow, DeSmith or Jari? You're likely going to see Tristan Jari, I think. Um, there's definitely some people, you know, in the fan base, you know, me especially. You know, we're a little concerned with how Casey DeSmith has looked this season. Um, couple good saves yesterday, but a couple that he definitely would want back. Um, he's just also a really much more smaller the goalie than Jari. Um, I think Sullivan just wanted to give him um, a game off just so he can reset his mind. Um, I would be pretty stunned, Trey, if the Devils did not see Tristan Jari tomorrow. All right. I expect you guys, like I said earlier in the show, to see uh, Scott Wedgwood because um, I think Jonathan Bernier might be a game-time decision. I'm not entirely sure because, like I said, uh, he said his uh, progress was coming along really well. We sent Nico Dawes back down to our AHL program, the Utica Comets. Uh, so that's usually a good sign. Mackenzie Blackwood revealed that he's not ready to play uh, against you guys. He might be ready to play in a week or, or so. So I, I would expect maybe Scott Wedgwood because it seems like if, if I was a betting man, I would go with Scott Wedgwood. And now this leads to my final question. And this is always the most difficult question. What do you predict tomorrow? And do you predict the Penguins to win? Do you predict them to lose? If so, what would the final score be? Oh, man, you really put me on the spot for that one, Jay. <laughs> um, 
since it's only because it's Crosby's return, I just can't imagine the team looking like crap in front of him. And I, I got to think Pittsburgh wins a close 3-2 game tomorrow. Uh, Sid will be on the score sheet in some capacity. You know, he always they, the team always tends to play some of the best hockey when um, he comes back from an injury. It's been like that um, every time he's come back from something, you know, whether it's concussion, whether it's something else that he suffered. Um, I think, you know, it, it's going to be a hard-fought game, but in the end, I do think um, Pittsburgh gets a victory tomorrow to snap his two-game losing streak and Sid gets on the score sheet. Okay, so you might not agree with what I'm going to say, but uh, I was actually <laughs> going to mention Sidney Crosby as well. I think since Sidney Crosby is coming back from injury, I wouldn't expect the team to come out like guns blazing quite yet. I think it will take like a game or two for them to just like readjust as, you know, guys continue to come back from injury. Because like I said, you, you had six players on the uh, IR. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm just, just putting that out there. But then again, you know, like I said, the Devils are having their fair share of injuries. But after that Calgary Flames loss, I believe that they're going to readjust. And uh, like you said, I believe it's going to be a close game. I'm going to say the Devils win four to three. It won't be pretty, but we'll get the job done. I say I say four to three, and, and I just say the X factor is Cindy Crosby coming back from injury. And will you guys be coming out guns blazing? You're on a two-game losing streak. Am I correct, right? Yeah, you're okay. right. You're right. Okay, you're on a two-game losing streak. Cindy Crosby, one, one of your best players, is coming back from injury. Uh, that might take some time to, uh, uh, to readjust and get everything back to normal because that's how it is for a lot of injuries. Or maybe I'm just speaking for myself and the Devils. But I, I say we're going to readjust the lineup, and I expect a 4-3 to three victory from the Devils and uh, the tandem that I want you to look out for is Hamilton and Graves. If they're, if they are paired together once again on the same defensive line, because I believe they're going to lead the team to victory in terms of whether it's a goal or an assist, they're going to facilitate well, and they're going to create opportunities for um, uh, players to score because I, I'm just looking back to the game in which um, uh, Ryan Graves had a poor Corsi four percentage when he wasn't paired with Dougie Hamilton, and I'm just thinking of Dougie Hamilton's two assists. So I think Lindy Ruff has learned to keep those two together because they really play well. So I, I I predict four to three victory and Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves being the uh, catalyst for the Devils to win. No, it would not surprise me if New Jersey did win. I will say that the Penguins have had their struggles against New Jersey um, quite a lot, honestly, these last couple of years. I know last season, um, they did not play well against the Devils um, in a lot of the games uh, for whatever reason. Um, there's always, you know, in each division, there's a team that struggles against another team, right? Um, this is the one that Pittsburgh has struggled against um, a little bit more than some would expect in Mike Sullivan's tenure. So um, I would not be surprised at all if Pittsburgh does lose this game tomorrow, though. I will say usually they struggle more in Newark. It's not as much in Pittsburgh. For whatever reason, the Prudential Center is never kind to the Penguins. But, um, yeah, it, it should be a fun game, man. I'm excited to, I'm excited for it. The arena is going to be rocking just because it's likely going to be Sid's return. Um, hopefully you'll see a sellout for it. The Penguins sellout streak just ended actually about a week ago. It was, um, I think, believe one of the longest sellout streaks in the, in the NHL going back the last 10 years. So, um, hopefully they'll be able to start another one tomorrow because Sid is back. All right, cool. Thank, thank you for taking the time to do this uh, pregame uh, discussion. And uh, follow Hunter on social media. Where can we find you, Hunter? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Hunter, uh, this was always fun, and good luck to you.
yeah, we'll have to do this again um, when they play um, some point down the road. So yeah, it should be a great matchup, man. So there's my prediction. I predict that uh, Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves will have big games for the New Jersey Devils and lead them to victory. I believe it will be a 4-3 to three score. So expect a lot of those ugly victories for the New Jersey Devils just going forward because we're just going to have to fight, claw, and nail just to get these wins, especially with a couple of our key players still out. Hopefully, um, we, we don't have to start Scott Wedgwood. Hopefully, Jonathan Bernier is good to go. Like I said, at the time of this recording, I still have nothing. But you guys heard my opinions. You heard Hunter's opinions. So let me know what you guys think on my Twitter page, at LockedOnDevils. So that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Let's see what the Devils do against the Penguins. And I will catch you guys in the next episode.